This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Brian and Kim Walker. And today we're going to be talking about a topic that I think you'll find interesting, and that is how to shift your marketing when you get too busy. Just stop marketing. No, we're not going to do that. And you never stop marketing. So bossy. But before we get into this episode, I want to thank our friends at RepairPal for providing this episode. RepairPal is the key that unlocks more business for your repair shop. Learn more at RepairPal.com forward slash shops. All right. Yeah. So so for the longest time, we were hearing a trend about slow day. We need some slow day stuff. I need to fill my bays right now. Well, and it it was interesting because ever ever since COVID, I hate that term. I really do. Just stop saying it. But it's like a defining moment in life now, unfortunately. But Ever since COVID, you know, shops did really well through COVID. And it was kind of the very beginning of this year, the end of last year, we started hearing about shops slowing down. But then it has very quickly come back. And I'm not hearing about those slow shops anymore. Most shops seem to be thriving. Oh, and for those who are listening, maybe not as this releases, we are, today is March 1st, 2023, as we record this. Yeah. So... Just to give you kind of an idea of, of the timeline. Yeah, so but it's kind of a timeless topic, right? Because there are going to be ebbs and flows in how your shop is operating. So, or not operating, but performing. So today, your shop might be doing great and this relates and you need to make some adjustments to your marketing, but there may be a, a time in the future where that's not the case. So just bookmark it and come back to it. So just recently, we have had a couple of clients that have stopped their marketing services because they are too busy. So we fired ourselves. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like we did such a great job for them that they have more work than they can handle. It's hard to hire technicians. It's always hard to hire technicians. It was hard to hire techs when we had our shop 20 years ago. It's hard to hire technicians now. And I understand maybe it's a bit harder. I personally don't believe that it has to be hard. I think that there are things that you can do that make hiring much easier, but it does require a little bit of work. But anyway, we've had two clients now that are so busy that they're like, hey, put all of my marketing on hold. And I'm like, no, you don't do that. Pause it. And we're going to come back to it at the end of summer. And I know this from my own experience. You're like, oh yeah, Brian, you're the marketer. You know, they're stopping marketing services. So you make less money. So of course you want to keep marketing. And that is not the reason. This is something that I went to a, it was kind of a boot camp. You're going to tell that's my story. Oh, well you tell him then. Tell him the story. Well, Mr. Talk too much. (laughs) All right. So I have actually told this story a couple of times, but Brian went away to this like men's thing in California. It's like a boot camp. Like he was saying, it was a whole week. It was like he was in another country. We didn't talk. He was very busy. He was all into this this event. Jumping in the Pacific Ocean in January, coming out, making sugar cookies of ourselves. He is at this event. And I finally talked to him and he's like, I'm like, what, what's going on? Like, what'd you learn? Like, what are you bringing back? He's like, I can't wait to talk to you about it, but I can't talk about it right now. So I'm like, oh, okay. So he comes back and we end up having this long conversation. And this is, we own a marketing company at the time that he went to this conference, not conference, but whatever you call boot camp thing. And he says, I learned to stop stopping. 
that's not very profound. Like, how do you go away for a whole week and you're taking cold plunges and you're doing this, you're doing that, and you come back and you say, stop stopping. So he started explaining, and we were doing this in our own business, is that I was talking a minute ago about the ebbs and flows. And so we would ramp everything up, get that ball rolling, and things would start going really well. And we're like, stop, we can't, it's too much. Like, let's slow it down so we would stop stuff. Well, then, as everything in life has a cycle, what goes up must come down. So here we go. Now we have to get it ramped back up. So when you stop stopping and you just maintain a steady, consistent pace in your marketing or whatever it is, I mean, this is just consistency is the key, right? You know, when you think about diet and exercise and all that stuff, everything comes back to being consistent. So there you go. Stop stopping. And in our business right now, we're busy. We're the busiest we've ever been. We're growing. And our pipeline is huge. We're growing quickly. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff in the pipeline. But you know what we're doing this year? We're hiring a salesperson. Well, <laughs> we're we're going to nine conferences this year. Yeah, we are not. We, we will be at nine different conferences this year. We will be teaching, not necessarily at those conferences. Outside of those nine conferences, we will be teaching at various places. We're going out. We're visiting clients. Like we are doing the things that it takes to keep our business going. Here's the reason. Do you want to own a business or do you want to own a job? Amen. Because, oh my God, it drives me nuts. I see these entrepreneurs that they think that they own a business, but they don't. They own a job. They are tied to it. It will never provide them a good retirement. They will never be able to get away from it. They will work until the day that they die because they didn't invest in building a real business. And when you're building a real business, you don't stop marketing because it's busy. You keep marketing because you don't want to lose that momentum. Like when things are busy, keep it busy. Keep the momentum going. Build something that can build generational wealth. You know, build something that will at least allow you to retire and do the things that you've dreamt of doing all of your life. You know, I mean, it's you never know when that thing is going to happen to you that, you know, you get in that car accident or you tear your rotator cuff or, you know, like right now I've got a torn rotator cuff and there are things that I can't physically do because of that. And bad well, knees. if I was still turning wrenches, I would not be able to mm-hmm. do it as well as I could. I would have to stop at some point and get the thing repaired. And then that's months that I'm out of my business. Even if you're not in the shop anymore, if you said, oh, well, I don't own a job because I'm working on the business, not in the business. Hey, good for you. But at what point are you going to be able to hire a general manager? At what point are you going to be able to leave the business and go do all of the traveling that you want to do? I mean, I know two shop owners right now that are, they've been on a Jeep and off-road trip for as long as I can, like, it feels like it's been <laughs> months now that they've been, out. that it, they've been traveling. It, I mean, Brian just messaged me the other day. He was like, have they been gone for a month? And at that time, it was only two weeks. Yeah, but, but they're still. They are still. Yeah, I just saw this morning. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. But how many shop owners can do that? For, we know both of these shop owners. These are good yeah, it's, owners. It's AJ they're, Neely. Like, mm-hmm. we can call them out. I'll tell them. We talked about you in our podcast. We're jealous, right? But we're going there, actually, ourselves. AJ Neely and Johansson. They're killing it, just living life, having a great time. But you know what? They can't do that if they haven't been doing 
the work that has been required before this to build a funnel of people coming in, have great relationships with their customers, and obviously have a team that they trust, which is going to also include, and look, I don't know 100% that they've done this, but I can't help think that they have to have processes and procedures and all of that stuff in place. Yeah, I so, bet you they don't stop marketing when they get busy. Time to thank our friends at RepairPal for making this episode possible. Don't get left behind. Today's tech-savvy consumers value instant gratification, so they start their searches for a repair shop on their computers and smartphones. These power users research auto repair and service options and decide which shops to engage with in an instant. Gain these customers by being RepairPal certified. They provide proof that your prices are fair with their best-in-class estimator. They're the largest site for auto repair, and they will introduce your shop to new customers through RepairPal.com and through the recommendation of partners like USAA, CarMax, and Consumer Reports. As shop owners, we were in the RepairPal certified network, and it helped grow our business. You have to be in it to win it, so head on over to RepairPal.com forward slash shops and set up a call to learn more. When you sign up, you'll get one month of service free and save $150 off certification. That's RepairPal.com forward slash shops. When you get busy, what do you do? If you don't stop, what do you do? Well, you shift. You know, because you don't necessarily have to continue doing the same things that you've always been doing because there's different marketing for different purposes. And there's marketing that works in the long term and marketing that works in the short term. If you have more work than you can possibly handle, then maybe you're not going to double down on your Google ad budget because that's the kind of thing that it brings in phone calls right now. Right. But there's other kind of marketing like SEO, for example. And then I know you have something that you're passionate about that you want to talk about that is like right on when it comes to this. But you know, you shift, for example, from doing Google ads to putting more into your SEO because that's a long-term game. The shop that only does Google ads and does not do search engine optimization, they will pay Google for the rest of their lives or for the rest of that shop's existence, I should say, to get clients in. But when you invest in your search engine optimization, when you invest in what you own in your marketing, like mm -hmm. your own properties, you're doing things to make it show up in the search results when you're not actually paying Google for that. Like that's an investment that you're making for the long term. So that's one way that you do it is you would shift from something like ads to SEO. Yeah. And another one, and I don't know if this is what you were referencing a minute ago or not, is if you're doing social media, for example, and you've been talking maybe a little bit more about sales or promotions or new products or new services instead, and hopefully you've already been doing company culture posts and things like that, but maybe you shift a little bit, pivot your messaging to be less on the promotions and the sales and the new products and offers and things like that over to company culture. Like just have fun sharing Maybe everything you do is all around company culture and your core values and who you are as a shop and what your technicians and your team members are doing, trainings you're attending, even that, that talking. That sounds like marketing that accomplishes those three little words we always like to talk about. Yeah. No like and trust. It's not something that is in a cabinet. It's not a tip that you pull out for certain times. It's something that you're doing all the time. So- yeah, pivot. Just make that adjustment. And it's not super difficult. And it, also, if you have more work than you can handle, that's when it's time to really allow the business to grow. And sometimes that means that you have to expand your footprint, like you need to build a bigger shop. Maybe if you are capped out on your the land where you're at, maybe it's time to move. And I've heard that 
a number of times where somebody's like, well, I can't grow my business. It can't get physically larger. I can't build more bays. And they're like, so we're just going to stay where we're at when it comes to size. And that old saying of if you're not growing, you're dying is absolutely true. So, you know, maybe it is time at that point to look at that second location, but make sure you are the business person that can handle two locations if you do that or to, to move or just hire. I mean, if you're so busy, no, I'm talking about you, you have no more shop space. Bays are full. You have all the text you can put in it. It may be time to, to move to a new location. And I know that you may not be able to, like, you can't fathom the work that that's going to take to do that because that's a big undertaking. I know that I'm not minimizing that, but what do you want out of your business in the long run? Do you want something that you can sell? Do you want to be able to retire? Do you want a business and not a job? You have to continue growing. You do not ever want to become stagnant. This may be super crazy, but I've said crazier things. There could be technicians that would love to work an evening shift. Now, There's going to be obviously additional costs because you're keeping your doors open, you're keeping the lights on, all that kind of stuff. I understand. But what if you did all the sales and parts ordering and stuff like that during the day, and then you just have this one tech that wants to work in the evening, and maybe he's the only one or she is the only one there. And I mean, I think that's an idea to think about. So really, that's more about get outside of your own head and thinking. Get creative. Yeah, absolutely. At the the dealership that I worked at, the last Mercedes dealership that I worked at, we were in that position where we did not have room to physically grow our shop. So they went to a four-day work week, and it was a rotating four days. So one day you would get Monday off. The next Mm -hmm. week you would get Tuesday off. The next week you would get Wednesday off and so on. Now, we loved it because every four weeks – we got a four-day weekend because we got that Friday off followed by that Monday off. That was pretty amazing. But they were able to bring in a set of techs that rotated bays. Like they didn't have the bays that they worked in all the time. And they would work in the bays of the people who were off during that time. So, and now we're working two more hours per day because we're only working four days a week. And it was a neat situation. So you get creative with that. That makes me think of the way when we lived in North Carolina, The school system, I don't know if you remember this, they implemented year-round schools, Mm -hmm. right? Why? Because so many people were moving into the area, they had more students. Well, guess what that means when you relate it to a shop? More customers. Well, what they ended up doing was they had four different schedules, and all of these students, customers, were on different schedules. So some would go to school for nine weeks, and they'd be out for three. Some would do the traditional, say, August through May kind of schedule. There were two other crazy schedules, but basically they were using the same schools, but having a different schedule to adapt to the growing number of students. So yeah, get creative. Maybe it's not that it's time for you to move to a new location or have a second location or anything like that, but maybe there's some way to get creative. And How do you grow anyway? Mm -hmm. So it's a fairly simple concept. What we're talking about today is that when Business gets really good when you get super busy. You don't stop marketing. You shift your marketing. You pivot your marketing. You know, you start doing things differently because when you're doing that, you're probably going to have to hire. So the culture marketing that Kim was talking about is really great for hiring. It's also great for acquiring new clients. But you just shift your marketing. Do the things that are going to be a long-term investment rather than a short-term gain. And just continue that marketing so that you can continue to grow your business. And If you're happy where you're at, I would ask you to consider 
I'm certain there's a point where, okay, it makes sense. But in my head, I just don't know where that is. So I would urge you to look at, should we really still be growing? And how can you push that? So I just want to put in a request for one of the sounds on these buttons here that we're not using mm-hmm. is the friends section where they're screaming pivot. Pivot. <laughs> okay. We've actually said that a number of times in our podcast. Yep. So I think we need a button where it's the friends section. So okay. that's my input for today. All right. So thank y'all for listening to another episode of the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast. We are here weekly, so we hope to have you listen again next week. We are also part of a larger network of podcasts called the Aftermarket Radio Network, and there are some great podcasts on that network. So feel free to go to aftermarketradionetwork.com and see what those other shows are all about. We will hopefully have you listen again next week. And until then, go fill those bases. You've been listening to the Auto Repair Marketing Podcast with Kim and Brian Walker. Follow the podcast on your favorite listening app. Find their emails in the show notes and visit them at shopmarketingpros.com. Let Kim and Brian know what you want discussed because they're all about advancing the aftermarket.